name is Jeff, and welcome to episode 74 of the Game Sharks podcast, where we talk about our least favorite thing in the world, technical difficulties. Uh, I, sh- I sure love when OBS decides to completely freeze and, and corrupt my video recording file. Uh, unfortunately, it happened during our break, so we have lost the entire first hour and a half of this episode of the podcast, which I thought was going really well. Luckily for you, the listeners, we'll still be able to hear the main topic, which is our Resident Evil 8 spoiler cast. And uh, even luckier for the uh, live Twitch viewers yeah, who the actually live, heard it. Live Twitch viewers, you got to see can... the the forgotten to time uh, the, uh, conversations that we had. They can be witness in a court of law to prove that that conversation actually happened. Uh, Jose <laughs> has helped me set up. Uh, help, help me. He told me about how I can set up. Uh, there's a button I can click so that Twitch saves my last couple videos, or I think it's 14 days. Uh, so if this ever happens again, we can at least salvage something. <laughs> um, so yeah, unfortunately, you'll you learn as you go. But here we are. I'm going to give a quick rundown of all of the news we talked about. Little to no discussion. Uh, and then we're also... I'm going to quickly... Everyone can just talk about what they're playing. Maybe sum it up in a sentence or two. Uh, just so that's out there in some form. All right. Andrew got these weird uh, things in the mail. If you're watching the video, you can see them here. It, uh, the internet blew up. There was a subreddit created. The things just say they're coming. They're alien-themed uh, uh, after doing a bunch of research, the subreddit has determined it's just teasing the next Fortnite season. So what could have been a cool ARG ended up being a little bit disappointing. We got release dates for Pokemon Diamond and Pearl remakes. They're coming out November 19th. We got a release date for Pokemon Legends Arceus, which is coming out January 28th of 2022. We are very nervous about that because it didn't look very good when they showed it to us last time, and that's still pretty soon. Uh, Roger Craig Smith is returning to be the voice actor for Sonic the Hedgehog because we think Ben Schwartz uh, wanted too much money, but Derek seems to think Ben Schwartz is just a good guy and said, no, give it back to that guy. He did a really good job for like a decade plus. Uh, Dragon Quest 3 is getting remade in the Octopath Traveler style, and Dragon Quest 12 got announced. I'm excited for both of these. I'm going to play both of these. There's loose excitement from everybody else. Uh, they're making. There's a rumor that there's going to be a Final Fantasy uh, Souls game. Spinoff. Yeah, spinoff Souls game made by the people who made Neo. Uh, it's going to be a PS5 exclusive. If that's true, it's going to be sweet. Supposedly, it's going to be announced at E3, so we only have a couple weeks to wait for that. Portal movie's still in development. J.J. Abrams is bad at managing projects, but he has decent vision for films, so we'll see how that ends up. We don't think it's going to translate into film very well. Uh, The Horizon State of Play happened. Didn't give us a release date, and it just showed some more footage. Looks like more Horizon, which is a good thing. But, but also, it's also the most beautiful game ever made. That too. Visually. Uh, there's a Sonic uh, 30th anniversary event where they announced a Sonic collection of the original four games where uh, you can play Sonic in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics and it's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> there's the remastering col- Sonic Colors called Sonic Colors Ultimate and they teased a new 3d sonic game and no one knows anything about it and we were all like why why show us this because we don't 
Of course you're working on a new Sonic game. You're Team Sonic. That's the name of your development company. Um, uh, Nintendo has made a sponsorship to with uh, Play Versus to have um, high school uh super smash brothers ultimate and splatoon 2 leagues which is really cool we were born in the wrong decade because i wanted to be a high school esports player and it wasn't the thing when i was in high school and the switch pro is getting the final big rumor apparently it's going to be announced in the next couple of weeks before e3 so that uh developers who are working on things for the switch pro can talk about it during e3 we decided this is all or nothing if it doesn't get announced here in this upcoming weeks two or at e3 then it's probably not happening for a while uh so yeah that was all the news again i'm mad that we lost it all what we've been playing lately adam started playing biomutant adam what do you want to quickly say about biomutant real quick couple sentences uh, it's very interesting i'm having fun with it so far i know all the reviews on it are mixed and after delving into some of the steam reviews with my friend uh pretty much people are getting butthurt about small things that ruin the game for them so all right all right jose uh he's been playing the monster hunter rise update you said that you you're liking it quite a bit it gives it a definitive ending right yeah uh it it ties together the ending uh it shows the the uh, elder dragons finally doing their thing and we even get an, an old monster returning, so that's cool. Right on, right on. He's also been playing Neo 2, and he's enjoying that. Uh, I talked about Returnal. I finally started that. I have some criticisms about its pacing, and it's, uh, it's uh, the length of its runs takes away from the natural trial and error of uh, roguelikes, in my opinion. But Derek and Andrew assured me that as I get farther into the game, that will become less of an issue, so I'm looking forward to playing that more uh derek talked about what did you talk about (laughs) derek talked about the mass effects collection he's happy that he's playing it and it's it's how he remembered the game looking even though that's not what it looked like when he played it originally uh andrew hasn't played that in the last week Uh, andrew's been playing portal he played a bunch of cod zombies with his uh old friend and said that the cod zombies uh in what which version was it cold war Cold war. war is the best cod zombies potentially out of all of them and he started outriders and he's kind of bored with it he literally fell asleep got, he's not bored he, he just fell asleep because he was tired yeah my my falling asleep was not related to the quality of the game it just happened to be during it uh and then slay the spire is still the best roguelike in my heart uh, also that, knockout city also, Andrew's Knock playing Knockout City. That's right. And we're going to play that fun. as a group in the next week so we can talk about it on next episode. All right. So there's your quick, uh, what have we got in the time? Eight minute summary of the last hour and a half that we spent. Uh, God damn it. We're good at this, guys. Hey, we, uh, I feel like we only have one very severe technical issue every like six months. So we're not doing it's too much. It's funny yeah, that earlier I had said, and don't delete the episode, and then it totally happened. It, I, but I didn't you delete did this. The, that one time. I just. You only deleted I, half I, the episode this time. No, that first time I literally deleted the episode. Like I scrolled <laughs> over and hit the delete button just out of a weird <laughs> habit. Uh, whereas this time my computer just froze and then corrupted my file. So there's nothing I can do about that. All right. Now, Andrew, we now, we now have contingencies going forward to avoid this. We so. do. Well, we have some backups and maybe another backup. We have a couple backups. 
Uh, if you want, I can post all of my locally recorded audio of, <laughs> uh, of the first hour and a half, if that's interesting to you guys. But I don't imagine that it would be. Um, okay. Let's do it. Resident Evil Village. We've all played it. We've all beaten it. And we all have some thoughts on this game. Uh how do we want to start? Do we want to start by doing a quick rundown of the story of this game? Or do we want to save that for later because it gets kind of weird at the end and that's going to spin off into its own weird conversation? How do we feel about I kind of feel we should just like go through the game and talk about... Because like with the way it was structured with the, like, the four lords, we can kind of talk about each section individually, start from the beginning. and like... I'm fine with that. So you want to like talk about the gameplay mechanics as we go through the game itself? Yeah, because... Yeah. All right. I think that's going to be a more like organic way to discuss this that we're like not that. jumping all over the place all right so we'll start at the very beginning of the game this is a direct sequel to resident evil 7 you are still playing as ethan winters arguably exactly. one of the worst protagonists <laughs> in all of video games but we will get to more on that later for sure um, oh my god so uh game starts Ethan uh, has a baby with his wife, Mia. The baby's name is Rose. Rosemary, they call her Rose for short. Uh, they are a happy family with, you know, their normal family squabbles and the memories of, like, a terrible mutated family in Louisiana mm. torturing them. Um, and then suddenly Chris Redfield appears and shoots his wife in the head and steals his baby. <laughs> Uh, knocks him out and takes him with them. And then surprise, you're in some weird Eastern European village. I think it's supposed to be based on like Romania. And then, all right. So I think we should also mention here that wasn't it like implied that they got relocated after the whole Louisiana thing. Yes. I think they were already wider. in Europe. Yeah. They were already yeah, there. at the beginning of it. They were in Europe that, they were like secluded off doing their own thing. That is right. Thank you, Adam. It's implied too that like Ethan's been undergoing training to they, like yeah. They sprinkled in that military training line to explain yeah. why he like why he's suddenly like better at using guns because weren't a lot of the weapons in seven like improvised almost. Yeah, you had well, like there was a pistol, the, a shotgun, pistol. a flamethrower. They were just normal, launcher, you know. Yeah. I don't like know, normal like, stuff you'd find around. It wasn't as much of a military arsenal as you have. Yeah, you know, yeah. a grenade launcher, stuff you'll find lying around. Yeah, naturally. Yeah. Um, so uh, he's then thrust into this village in what we're going to call Romania. Uh, he runs into some locals who are losing their minds. They're, like, they're freaking out. No one's around at first. Then he runs into these locals. Uh, and he's uh, they're like, yo, shit's bad, man. It's, it's bad. And he's like... What do you mean? And then one of the dudes <laughs> he said, "No, he's he actually said, uh, what's going on?" Uh, you meet this woman and she kind of takes you in, she trusts you and you get into this room with all of these people who like appear to be the only remaining survivors in this village. Uh, then what ends up happening is one of the dudes actually that woman's father? Yeah, the yeah. father. Uh, his father. He kind he transforms into a lichen which is a variant of a werewolf and he starts to eat people and they all die and the uh, house burns down. and the and the house burns down and everyone dies uh you are Except the sac and then she sacrifices herself in a very cliche movie moment yes um where it's like uh i have to go back and save my father who's this monster no you really don't <laughs> he's like she's gone but my father and then she like 
there's that moment where she changes her mind. She's like, you're right. It's not worth it. And then she falls into the fire and dies. I uh, totally you know. thought she was going to come back. Oh, uh, no. You never see this woman I, again. I, I, I wish she's dead. Back. She fell into fire. She's pretty much dead. It was uh, actually her all along. Like, as, I don't know. As, like some kind of weird, either like a creation or I thought she was going to come back in some way. But I'm kind of glad she didn't. Uh, you are then thrust into the equivalent of that opening scene in Resident Evil 4 when you get to that little village for the first time. And it's like, okay, there's guys everywhere. You do not have the firepower or the ammo for this. So just kind of like run around and survive. And then I think it's a similar thing happens where like a bell rings and they all or like a howl. Like they hear like a lichen howl or something. And they all just kind of like look up and run away. But it's like almost identical feeling to that resident evil 4 scene which is like one of the most iconic like openings to a video game uh what did you guys feel about that did you feel like oh i've done this before and it's not as special or did you think it was cool or was the only one i played before this so like i'm going through thinking okay i can handle this i got enough bullets i got my handgun like oh oh there are too many of them yeah. Then it just starts to click in, like, oh, I'm not supposed to win this. Yeah, I think I shot, like, two of them before. I was like, oh, they're just doing that Resident Evil 4 thing again. So then I didn't bother fighting anyone, yeah. and I just kind of sprinted around knowing, like, none of them are going to have the AI to kill me here because the game wants to just try to scare me, and then they're all going to leave. I, I, was pretty, I was pretty confident in that, and, like, I was like, there might be a chance that I'm just wrong, and I'm just going to get eaten alive, but... You said you panicked, Jose? I, I was panicking so bad that entire sequence, I wasted all of my fucking oh, no. ammo. Did you ever play Resident Evil 4? No, I didn't. Oh, so um, you weren't familiar with that. Uh, I wasn't familiar at all. I just saw Lycans running at me, and I was like, oh god, I gotta start unloading. And I just kept shotting everybody until it finally sank in. It's like, oh wait, that guy's really big, and there's a lot of them. I probably shouldn't be shooting. How much ammo do I have left? And then I look at my inventory, and it's empty. I just have the gun. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny you say your mind went to four jeff because uh and also that being the last resident evil game you played because my mind immediately went to two and my thinking of oh i don't have to kill these guys like i can just run to the next area like i can just try to get through here i don't have to worry about killing them i didn't even think about what you're saying about that whole you know the whole village segment in the beginning of, of four and you're totally right it is literally that it's just like complete this segment without die, you know yeah like just, they're not really gonna just stay kill alive you. for x amount yeah. of time and then they'll all leave and then they'll eventually go away yeah i was completely like oh yeah i don't have to kill every enemy in this game like i gotta conserve ammo like so i'm just gonna you know shoot the ones that look like they might get too close to me and i'll try to make it to where i need to go or whatever yeah um so yeah i felt pretty neutral about it i was like oh this is cool this is a cool nod i know what you're doing i'm not I'm not scared. It's not instilling me with the fear that I, you want it to because I know what you're doing. Uh, but regardless, it was cool. Uh, I think I believe at this point, Ethan gets captured. I don't remember mm-hmm. exactly how he gets to... I think he, he starts... Uh... Does he start to go to the castle? He, yeah, yeah, he, gets, he goes he into the, the castle, castle and, he, and sees, then... he sees Heisenberg and Heisenberg yeah. uh, uses his magneto powers and yeah traps yeah <laughs> so uh yeah he ends up getting kidnapped by this guy we don't really know anything about him and this is when we're introduced to lady miranda and the four lords of the village i think we should also note at this point ethan's only concern is where the hell is a six-month-old daughter yeah, uh, yeah. so that's, that's ethan's whole journey his years. only concern the whole time yeah his like he's like my wife is dead they took my baby i gotta get my baby back uh where's chris he keeps saying, like, because Chris is the last person that he saw. Um, 
so he's then introduced to the four lords and the their ruler lady miranda uh basically we have lady dimatrice who is the tall sexy vampire lady who lives in the castle we have um uh Heisenberg. The, I, I, the... no i was trying to think of the the one that you guys didn't say i forgot her name benevento uh, yeah benevento uh, yeah. yeah no it's because it's house benevento it's, yeah what's her so first her name? name is i don't remember first i think it's donna. creepy doll yeah Charlotte. no donna donna, donna, donna benevento right. um but all you see is the creepy marionette doll yes uh so she's basically like a puppet master almost um and yeah, we'll get more into them like in their specifics later when we get to their parts of the game. And then you have Salvatore Moreau, yeah, Moreau, who's like this—he's right. like this fish man. And then you have Carl Heisenberg, who is this crazy guy who uh, can control metal like Magneto. Is his first name Carl? His first name is yes. Carl with a K. <laughs> <That's amazing. laughs> I never—I uh, didn't notice that. And then honestly, uh, it's not Lady Miranda, Miranda. It's Mother Miranda. I just wanted Miranda, to... Mother, yeah. Mother Miranda, yes. Mother Miranda and the Funky Bunch, yes. Yeah. Uh, missed opportunity for Heisenberg to at any point say, "Yeah, bitch, Magnus," <laughs> <laughs> or for or him to say, "Say, say my, my name." name. <laughs> yeah. Um, you're you're Heisenberg. I am the danger. Uh, funny so, enough. So basically, I... oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I I today just finished rewatching Breaking Bad. Oh, so that's funny. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> uh, so at this point, you're introduced to these four lords. You realize like they know you. They're like Ah, Ethan Winters, and you're like, Why do you know who this random boring white dude is? And Ethan is like, Who? Th- I don't care who the fuck you are. Just give me my daughter. Yeah, you know the natural response when you're being interrogated <laughs> by these four five monsters. Uh, and then basically, uh, what happens? They give Mother Miranda declares that Heisenberg can take uh, Ethan and do whatever he wants, right? Yeah, yeah, and, then, yeah. and then initiate chase scene through the caves being attacked and then yeah, by Ethan. Yep. Ethan ends up escaping, running away, uh, and he ends With up hands like this. Yeah, yeah, he With ends hands up, like this. Sorry, because at this point his fingers have been bitten off, right? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's worth noting he lost. Uh, he, yeah, so he goes through the whole game with only three fingers on his left hand. Uh, it gets bitten off by a lichen in that previous Resident Evil 4 scene, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then he goes to the... He ends up in the basement of Castle Dimitris, if I recall correctly, right? No, he yeah. ends up on the outside of it. Oh, he's on the outside? I thought you yeah, ended that's... up in like, the wine cellar or whatever. You, yeah, no, you're, no. In, like, you're in the wine cellar and you go right back up to the... Uh... Yeah, because be... this is where you have uh, your meeting with Lady Dimitrice. She runs into you, and the the most fucking insane, dumb thing happens where she cuts off your hand. Remember? You go to pull oh. the lever down. That's not here? That's no, not, no, that's, that's like halfway through. Way, 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 way later. Yeah. This, this, is it? this is when you run that's... into the Duke. Yeah, yeah this is the, the first time outside meeting. of the castle. Oh, you're, yeah, you're okay. outside of the castle. Yeah. So we are introduced to the Duke, who is this version uh, or this game's version of the Resident Evil Four merchant, except for he's this very large man who sits in the back of like just a wagon and he sells his goods. Yeah. Uh, I love the Duke. I think he's a really fun, cool character. Uh, the way he just like the way he goes about talking to Ethan, and Ethan's just like, "Who are you?" And he's like, "I don't know." buy my goods call me the duke um did you ever hear the voice line i never heard it 
Ah, I did, did, I did. you guys hear it? Yeah, I did. I did. I, did, I, did okay. yeah. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention in that moment or if it's just randomly triggered uh, yeah. and I just didn't says, get it. I want to okay. say it's randomly triggered. He, just he said, said it a couple of times for me. I never yeah, got it once, yeah. so it's really bummed me out because I was like waiting for it. Uh, the line being, uh, he says, what are you buying? Ha ha ha. An old friend of mine used to say that, which is a direct, uh, he's, mm. he's talking about the, the merchant from Resident Evil 4, uh, which is just really fun. Uh, all right. So you meet the Duke and then you go into Castle Dimitris and, uh, yeah, basically you're just exploring this castle. Uh, and this is the point where the game starts to feel like so throughout this game i feel like each section in each of the lords has their own biome or area and they each kind of feel like a different resident evil game and i felt yeah, like yeah. I, I agree i felt like the castle lady dimitris's castle felt like traditional resident evil one or like even the beginning of resident evil two mm. you are in um you're in a literal mansion uh and it's just about exploring this mansion puzzle solving and it's less about the encounters there aren't like a ton of frequent encounters there's like small clusters of like i think they're like zombie i think these are weird like zombies but like it's heavily implied that these Eastern, are the... they're like draugr it's not like a biological yeah. zombie so much as like yeah. a raised from the dead them as, so as, as like what, what's the word for like a not vampire like a dreg a daywalker Maybe? Not a daywalker. Uh, oh, yeah. They're like the vampire slaves. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. But not. D- uh, Dumpfear? Huh? Dumpfear? Maybe? I have no idea. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the, the proper word for it. But yeah, yeah, they're basically like lesser vampires. It should also um, be noted at this point, we've met Lady Demetrius's three daughters who yes. are entirely composed of bugs. Yeah, so they have oh, this yeah. they have this weird thing to them where if you read all the logs throughout the castle, basically Lady Dimitris was experimenting on like her, some maidens who worked at the castle and was able to turn three of these women into these weird like uh, vampires who are also their bodies are just bugs. And the yeah, bugs so can, good. if like they fully form, they can shape them in like their human form, but then they can disperse into just a mist of bugs. Yes, I. They are each a mass of bugs, who, when combined, believe they are the three women. Yeah, uh, like M- spiders, like, man. Yes, like spiders, spiders man. man. A um, collection of millions of spiders that believe they are Peter Parker. Yes. Uh, so uh, you are exploring the castle. You learn that the bugs are. These bug vampire ladies are weak to the cold, so you end up fighting all three of them in different locations in the castle. Uh, Is that what it was? I yeah, thought they were just weak to cold. Daylight. No, they're no, weak to it's cold. Simply the cold because their bodies are insects, so they can't. I never, I never made a mental connection to it. I was just like, I need to open the windows. Oh uh, no, there's uh <laughs> They talk about it in some of the logs that like the bugs yeah. can't stand the cold. Yeah, there's like there's like some journals that explain like what they went through and what kind of like specific mosquito they are and it's it, it, in one of the excerpts it says uh they're like incredibly weak to the cold like they hibernate to the point of death i yeah. think that's what it said and i'm getting the feeling that you do not read any in-game log in any i absolutely game read like i read like all of the in-game logs in resident evil and i just must have missed these ones it's, i feel like we've had this conversation but like when we were talking about culture you're like yeah i didn't read shit <laughs> 
I feel like I you've mean, said that on several occasions. Generally, yeah. There's some. Sh sometimes it depends. You know, like I get in in like zones sometimes where I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, you know, get through this. But like Resident Evil, I take my time. Uh, I reached it. I read. I, I read everything in Resident Evil Four that I found. I read everything in Resident Evil Seven that I found. Same thing with this one. I just happened to not find this. Gotcha. Uh, so yeah, they're weak to the cold. You kill the three daughters, and then uh, is this at the point where Lady D cuts your arm off? Yep. Yeah, so you're you're running around the basement because at this point, Lady Dimitris has started stalking you around the castle. Yeah, she turns and... she turns into Nemesis. She turns into Mister X, and she's just the big like menacing uh, entity Presence. that is continuously following and you throughout can't the castle. Hurt her. You yeah, can't no, kill her. You just have to run away from her. There's no yeah, way and there's this, her. and then there's and this it was great. <laughs> yeah, it was very very fun. Like, that was classic Resident Evil. Yeah, for sure. And then. And then, yes, as Jeff's alluding to, the next thing you see is you're pulling down on a lever, and she just lobs your forearm off. And it, it does that classic thing in the movies where, like, it just hangs there for a second. It's like a samurai movie. It just hangs there for a second, and then you just see it. But the hand is still holding onto the lever, and your arm sinks yeah. down. Uh, and then you continue running away from her. Eventually, you, like, have to basically lose her and come back to there, pull your arm off the lever, <laughs> and then run up the stairs. And then it does the classic Ethan Winters thing where he just pours a bottle of medical goo on his arm and he puts his severed arm back on and it just fuses together and works. This is where the game lost me. And that, like, but like we were talking this, about this, this before. Is where I, this is where I checked out. This kind of shit <laughs> happened exactly in Resident Evil. In seven. in seven, yeah, he puts yeah. his leg back on. Does he? I do yeah. not remember that. Yeah, no, this he happens in seven his, too. His, he puts his leg back on, and and even if like the, you have the argument of like because he gets his arm cut off in seven too, but even if you have yeah. the argument of like he had stitches, it's like come on, you can't just That's stitch an arm on and have it work perfectly. Yeah. Uh, this is the point because I didn't play seven, so this is the part where I'm realizing, okay, a, I'm pretty sure this is not how medicine works, and and b something's up with this guy yeah i was like they're full going for it and i i love this i think this is so stupid in the best way so it's like uh, it was that moment where you first start thinking okay there's something something weird something weird about him he's got he's got something going on i don't know what yet uh and we'll get more on that later so you you continue to go to the castle you find your way all the way to the top and you end up fighting lady dimitris who you stab her with this ancient poisonous dagger that you find uh Oh yeah, just and, sitting in a coffin and like it's fine. And she transforms into this weird dragon thing, and it turns into like classic insane, stupid Resident Evil boss. Which I was a little bit sad you didn't just get to full on fight her in sexy vampire form. Uh, yeah, I was disappointed by that too. I was like, oh, like I know that this is a thing that Resident Evil does, but I would have much preferred a boss fight against her. Yeah, um, instead of like just grotesqueness for the her... sake of it. Like, isn't her body like kind of growing out of, or isn't yeah, part of so her that's... like growing out of the dragon? Yeah, yeah it's like her entire lower top. body turns and into she, a dragon. She, she, she does the whole like this is my perfect form thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, you've you've pushed me to to being m my best form. Uh, so then you fight Dragon Lady D. What's up, Andrew? Uh, so I just watched the cutscene where Ethan's leg gets severed mm -hmm. in seven. I. That cutscene straight up did not happen to me. <laughs> I did not get that cutscene. Really? What? Okay. This I I've played this through both of these games without knowing that ever happened. This would have changed everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> you would have seen it before and you'd be like, oh, this again. Yeah. Um 
so yeah, uh, you kill Lady Dimitris, and then you go down and you collect this vial, um, or like this like. I don't know. Like it's kind of it's like a prism crystal container. Yeah. And, and you uh, don't know what it is yet. You just know it's oh, it's on a pedestal. It's probably important. Yeah. So you take this thing and you go back to the village, which uh, it's like the hub world, basically. And all these other areas are branching off the village. So you find yourself coming back here and doing things. And the game has like Metroidvania aspects to it. Or it's more like Zelda. Like when you get the boomerang in Zelda and then you're like, Oh, I can finally get that heart piece that I saw before because it's not like your progression is gated by, uh, finding these new items. It's like you can get new upgrades and collectibles. So like you get a crank for wells and then you get like, you get this like thing where you can lower bridges and mm-hmm. stuff. I, I of feel that like, nature. It's unfair trying to compare it to other games when it's literally what all of the games have always been doing for a re- like at least the first few games. Like it's a Resident Evil thing. I felt yeah. like it was never to this degree though, because like oh, you, yeah. there's never been like a hub world like this in Resident Evil. It's like I you're... guess there hasn't been a hub world, but in the sense that like the, you're constantly throughout the game, you're going to get more upgrade like these find these things that allow to you to access other places in in the mansions or in the police station and two or yeah or but I those were all with, confined within a small space where it's like there were there was a thing i would see at hour one in the village that i wouldn't be able to access till like hour seven once i unlocked this one particular thing like there you yeah. don't never go that long before I guess, being able to access it, something this time they did it on a larger scale you yes know? um which i thought was cool uh yeah it, it was, liked it. it's always that like that uh, dopamine hit of like, oh yeah, I got the thing and now I can go collect the thing. Um, so uh, you take this container, this mysterious container and you show it to the Duke and you're like, the Duke, this mysterious large man who sells me goods. What is this? And he's like, I don't know. Rub the dirt off the label. <laughs> and you rub the dirt <laughs> off the label and it just says Rose's head or something along those lines. Turns out yeah, uh, your baby has been dismembered and separated into several different containers and your baby's head is in this container like she was like crystallized and then put in these separate spots i don't and then at this this point crystallized i think he i think he was like that's that's the sense i got out of it and then at this point ethan does not say oh well fuck my daughter is in literal pieces that must mean it's over Uh, you know he doesn't have a mental breakdown doesn't show like signs of (laughs) anguish or anything he's just like well, I gotta find the rest of them now. <laughs> uh, what were you gonna say, Jose? Now, I always like got the impression that she was crystallized first, because like I, it, from what it looked like in the container, it looked like it was it wasn't like flesh. It looked like crystal. Gotcha. But that, that's what it looked like to me. Yeah, I guess uh, that was lost on me. I didn't notice that. I just assumed they just chopped her up and put her in in vials. Um. So the Duke basically explains, like, yeah, each of the four lords have a piece of your daughter. Go get them. And then you proceed to do just that. Uh, so It's vaguely... At this point, you're also getting the sense that Miranda wants your daughter for something. And that she's been separated they, they for re- a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. They referred to your daughter as having some power. Yeah, she's very special. She's very like, important to... And, like... Of course, Ethan never questions this. He's just like, okay, yeah, whatever. Give me my daughter. Um, so I mean, to be fair, the dude saw some shit in Louisiana where he's just not questioning it anymore. That's true. 
Um, so basically there's this like master key that you're building throughout the game. Like you have the base of it and then you like put a piece on, then it can open all the doors with, with like two yeah. wings on it. And then you put another piece on it. It can open all the doors with four wings. So this is how My- it's <laughs> gating you from your progression. Like at first you're like, Oh cool. Like this is going to like unlock new areas where like I can explore more, but it literally just unlocks the next, yeah, like lords section my, it's not like more of the hub world my roommate's girlfriend was watching me play uh, around this time and when i first got to that one central area where there's the fo- like the multiple doors and one of them says like four winged key the other one says six winged key i was like oh well you know or she goes maybe you have to you know you'll actually just have to combine keys so that they grow they get more wings and i was like that's not how keys work. And then that's exactly what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So you then, uh, you go on to Donna Benevent. I can't remember the last name. Benevento. Beneviento. 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 House. And Uh, this section is completely different. I hate it. In a good way. So So, it was the best section in the game. So not like in a good way. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh fuck Renamed. but in a good way yeah uh, <laughs> so i would equate this section of the game uh to being like resident evil 7 where it's yes. like the pure horror aspects you are underpowered so basically you uh you enter the house and the whole shtick of donna is that she's this crazy lady who can control puppets uh in like but they like not in like a normal marionette way, like in a spooky, scary dolls way. Maybe, yeah. Um, and as soon as you enter the house, they strip you of all of your weapons. So you mm-hmm. go through oh. this entire section not doing any combat. So it just becomes pure horror puzzle solving. And I Which thought it was awesome. It was it really was, yes, cool. You get you get thrown to this basement where there is a. A life-size marionette meant to look like Ethan's dead wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you're, like, dismembering it to learn things and, like, you're like finding things yeah, hidden like within the lens. Items, you're, you're, yeah. You found, like, her wedding ring, which makes you think, like, how did this get here? Stuff like that. Uh, so you're going through. Not Ethan. Ethan uh, doesn't question it. And then the baby happens. Uh, oh, baby. yeah. The baby. Fuck that baby. Fuck the baby. Uh, so basically, this baby that's but it the was size so cool. That is like, uh, I don't know what you. Had, it'd have to be like twelve feet long and like six feet wide. It was just like weird mutant baby that sounded like your baby from the beginning of the game. It sounds like Rose, and it just starts crawling around chasing you. And it's like, Daddy, Daddy. But it's like a, it's like a big. And if slug. it catches you, it will eat you. Yeah, it, I, it's. I never got caught. I never got caught. I also I didn't, didn't get caught either. Caught. Uh, I, I knew. So it's here's terrifying. the thing. Uh, when you're exploring, I don't know if you guys walked into that room with the bed where it prompts you to crawl under the bed. Did you, you see hide, that? Yeah. Did you see that before the baby? Yes. So I, yeah, I also saw that before the baby thing happened. So I was prepared. I'm like, something is going to chase me and I'm going to have to run back here and hide from it. Cause otherwise, like, yeah, cause a lot the of the section li- is, the, it literally says yeah. hide. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. yeah. Yeah. The, when you, I, I think in the first room, there's like a cabinet. Yeah, there's a there's a oh I there's a locker. Was oh, like, there? There's a locker. Yeah, there's like two and lockers. You just go and... in and it closes, and you're like sitting there, and he's like literally doing like heavy breathing, like he's being mm-hmm. chased. And I was that like, in the bed too. Why? Like why? Oh no, something. 
So then I like sat there for like a couple minutes, like, is something chasing me and I don't know? It added like extra dread because I, I knew it was you coming, it but was I didn't know come. when it was going to come. Uh, so yeah, yeah, it starts doing all this crazy psychological horror stuff. And I thought this was really, really cool. This is like the oh, only yeah. part of the game that like legitimately freaked me out. Um, and yeah, I think it and I wanted more of it. that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we all agree that this part was super awesome. Uh, it was great. Yeah. Even the eventual you. showdown with all the dolls around shaking and you have to find the right one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Did like something happen? Because they kept saying like, oh, you you have to find it quick. Uh, yeah. Something happen yeah. If you don't find yeah, it Yeah. They just, they just kill oh, you. Oh, yeah. They stab uh, you. Yeah, like, all, like all the other dolls rise up and start stabbing you. Oh, uh, see, I oh, didn't have that okay. happen to yeah. me. I yeah, just yeah, happened yeah, to I find couldn't, I didn't find one one time. I died to it. It wasn't pretty. Uh, and then so like you end up stabbing the main doll with scissors and then it like hard cuts to you just stabbing Donna in the head and you just... I think later on it's you were just hallucinating the entire time yeah that that's yeah. like part of her whole stick it's like the manipulation hallucination thing going on um, so she was there you were just hallucinating the shit out of everything yeah. yeah and it like adds to the larger mystery of it and the kind of uh, fantastical supernatural like part of the story mm -hmm. which i thought like this is still really cool i still don't know what's going on you know yeah mm -hmm. uh i think after this you get the like either the arms or the legs of uh of rose from yeah here. uh go back to the village and then you move on to uh what's his name uh, salvatore moreau's section and then i got the vibe i got from this area was resident evil 4 where it's like it's a bit slower paced and you're looking around like you're taking things a bit slowly, but you're getting overwhelmed by like enemies at times. And it's like puzzle solving while like a super large monster, you have to like not necessarily quick time events, but you need to like time things around this yeah, large monster. Yeah. So basically you go down to this forming almost. Yeah. Uh, you go down to this <laughs> bayou uh, and the fish man. Actually, you get the piece of Rose really early. Oh, on. my God. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because you go into, he's, he's got go a little laboratory in the mine. Yeah, and this he's like, he's just watching a TV. Least favorite moment in the game. Why is that? Because, like, I've always, I always have this problem, like, subconsciously, and I mean, not even subconsciously, because I, like, know it. But, like, for whatever reason, it's always bothered me to no end in shows and games and anything when something like this happens where a protagonist puts themselves in a situation that they absolutely in no fucking world needed to be in where he could have just grabbed the vial and walked away but he had to but he had to say I'm, i'll be taking this and then of yeah. course the whole section happens <laughs> yeah that's yeah. it i'll give you that it's just like all you had to do was not say anything just grab the thing and walk away but he yeah. says something and then but ethan motherfucking winters and his dumb goddamn hands uh, <laughs> so uh moreau is like he's like his archetype of as a character is like oh i'm always made fun of i'm considered weak uh everyone hates me why does everyone hate me yeah. Um he's just like just weird mutated to love me. Yeah, he's this weird mutated fish man. Uh and then he like you find out that he could just create this thick algae at will around you. So like that starts By blocking vomiting. off vomiting. That starts yeah, blocking off exits and whatnot. Um and then slowly you do this like like platforming like D Derek said uh and through this swampy like watery area. 
uh, which leads to an inevitable boss fight with him, yeah. where he's doesn't this... doesn't he also like say I'm the best as he dives I'm into the, the water? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's very weird. He's super. All of these characters, all of the lords, are so weird and like yeah. in the best way. They're all such like unique, strange. Really, characters. I didn't like Moreau at all. Uh, I I could take or leave Moreau, honestly. I loved what they were doing with him being like this, like he has this like confliction in him of like, cause yeah, he's like, Oh, I'm so weak and dumb. But then he transforms into the big fish Giant monster. Fish thing. And then yeah. yeah, he has the line where he's like, I'm the best. I'm going to prove to mama. It's like, yeah. it was so funny. It was a, it was, it was a nice deviation from the classical, like overly confident supernatural being. Yeah. This so- was like the, like, the campy Resident Evil yeah. 4 stuff, which I loved. So one of the things I couldn't figure out, was he the creator of the... Because this, in his lab, is the first time you... Uh, I think you encounter the Caddo. Yes. I think yeah. Is he the Kato? creator of the Caddo, or did, was he part... I think he like, was just doing part of the research of it. He was just part, was doing part of the research? Him okay. and Heisenberg. Uh, yeah, I, at this point, you're starting to see all these notes in throughout, like, referencing how they're... Yeah. How Miranda's creating these creatures. Yeah. By infecting them with these weird fish like entities. Mm-hmm. No, Which are all somehow no, mold related. So yeah, you end up killing Moreau in a boss battle that feels like a Resident Evil 4 style boss battle. Um then you go yeah, back run to the around village. and shoot him. Yeah. yeah. And on your way back to the village, Heisenberg starts like talking to you like through telepathy or something. Or like a megaphone. Yeah. I don't know. And he's like magnets he's like, he's like yeah, yeah i literally think it's through like like it's tv Morrow's signals TV. Yeah. yeah like he starts with the tv i think it's literally through like through radio waves that's TV where i waves. forgot about Murrow's tv uh, so you start yeah. talking to you through that um and then he like puts up signs everywhere that says come this way ethan come come here uh and then you end up yeah, getting he, he invites you to go into the lair of the lichens and go take yes. back the last piece of your daughter so you do this like yeah pseudo level it's like wasn't quite a full level but yeah you go to the lair of the lichens you end up killing this like one big lichen which is the we thought chris redfield was this lichen the whole time yeah, from all yeah the promotional that's right. stuff because like the box art has like it's half chris and then half this lichen monster um ended up not being chris redfield it was just a giant lichen monster uh you kill him you got the last piece of rose and then so what happens next do you oh we forgot something what do we forget right before moreau's fight you were under chris again oh yeah that's right so yeah chris redfield's here and he's basically like ethan go away you're in over your head yeah He's like, you need to leave. Just stop. Like, he won't tell you what's going on. He's just like, you shouldn't be here. Go away. Yeah. He's there with like his full team. So something weird is going on. Mm-hmm. That, and there are secret areas yeah. that you can run into or like the church in the beginning you run into. Like you find a bunch of him and his team's equipment and can read some yeah. of their logs and whatnot. Uh, so Chris Redfield is out and about doing things here. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you I, killed. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say another thing I think we forgot that is more pertinent to what you're about to talk about is the reason roses in pieces is for a ceremony and everyone is supposed to come to the ceremony with their pieces and then you end up taking them all yeah and then end up going to the ceremony anyways yeah heisenberg is like get the pieces go to the ceremony yes uh so once you kill the the head lichen and get all the pieces of rose you go to the ceremony thing you put the pieces in the pedestal right and then you go to Heisenberg's like, come to my factory. 
Yeah. And basically, you go to Heisenberg's factory and you run into him immediately and he tries to be like, hey, we should join forces and kill Miranda because she sucks and I want to be free of her. Uh, and then I can take over the world. And I feel like there could have been a world where they could have went with this route of like Ethan teaming up with Heisenberg, which could have been interesting. But in classic Ethan Winter fashion, it's just like straight up like, no, you could go to hell. Give me my daughter. <laughs> Eat shit. Uh, so then you he kicks you all the way down what, to the bottom. Who of is it? Is it? It's the big werewolf, right? Where he kills it and then he goes, eat shit. Yeah. 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 Like, this super climactic fight. And he goes, eat shit. I literally burst out laughing. It's so good. It was I so was good. like, it was, I burst out laughing because of how ridiculous it oh, was. Oh, I know. I love it so much. Because of how much it took me then away from the thing I just did. Uh, I was like, how, I was like, how could such a fun and challenging boss fight be ruined by fucking Ethan. And they did it. Uh, <laughs> so you then proceed to go through all of Heisenberg's factory in this area. Uh, this was like a combination of resident. This is more resident evil four stuff for me. Uh, it's like the later parts of resident evil four. Uh, I felt like you had those monsters with a thing in their chest, which was similar to the ones in resident evil four, where you had to like snipe them in the specific spot. Yeah. Um, yep. Stuff like that. Um, it felt a lot more like Resident Evil Four here. Yeah, because these are all of Heisenberg's uh, amped Creation. up half machine army. Mm-hmm. And you can read all his notes about how he's trying to like convert them into like machine uh, zombie things. Uh, so that was pretty fun. And then you get to the end, and you run into Chris again, I believe, right? Uh, well, first you run into the big fan guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's a guy. Uh, yeah. Tur- turbine man. He's his. He's just a torso with legs, and then his head is like a jet engine, uh, like turbine. Or it's more. I like would it's say a it's more like he's a jet it's engine. A with legs. Yeah. Yeah. He's a propeller. Uh, and then there's like a note somewhere where Heisenberg's talking about creating them. He's like, the idiot cut his arms off immediately. Yeah. <laughs> by sticking them into his own <laughs> propeller head. Um. So yeah, he's like a mini boss fight. He's been like. He chases yeah. you around in some parts of this area. That that area stressed me out a lot because I felt like I never knew like what I was supposed to do. I like cuz I missed like a like a briefcase or something. So I was wandering around that area for like a solid half hour just running into these fucking guys and I'm like, how many of these are there? Yeah. I was over it. Uh, at the it's, end, you run into like a lot of uh, extra dudes for sure. And yeah, I think I think, it, I think it goes on for way too long. One area where you actually do have to like specifically backtrack to a floor earlier on, yep. which you might not compl- like if you didn't remember that like you needed a certain key to unlock a door on floor one or something. You you would like might be like wait what am I supposed to do now or whatever? Yeah. I did not have that map memorized very well. So I did spend a lot of time running around. Yeah, I was, I was wandering. Right. Then you go back down and then it's, it's dark and you start running into them again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you eventually run into Chris again and then Chris is like, all right, here's, here's what's up. Yeah. Let me actually tell you now. Uh, we got to kill everyone. Mother Miranda's crazy. We're here to kill her. Uh, well, in- this is is this not where he said where he tells you that the Mia that he killed was not his wife Mia, but yes, Mother Miranda it was Miranda in disguise. Yes. We get this big reveal. So uh, Ethan, which I was yeah. like, of course it was. So yeah. Uh, so I had the question when they revealed this is like, so at what point did Mother Miranda 
swap with Mia? Was it after they had the kid, or is that technically? It must I have had the same uh, question, yeah, Jeff. Know. Is that Mother Miranda's kid? Who knows? <laughs> I I think it was after. They never explained it, but they. I feel like that's something they would have told you. Um, I I think so. I felt that way too, Jeff. But uh, so it might be Mother Miranda and Ethan's kid. It might just be still be Ethan and Mia's kid. Um, <laughs> I don't know, um, but <laughs> <laughs> way more questions. Uh, but we'll get there. Yeah. So uh, I think it's also revealed here that the big plot is um, Mother Miranda's trying to. Someone in chat just pointed this out. So Mother Miranda's trying to revive her own child by using <clears throat> Rose in this grand ceremony to bring uh, back yes. her yeah, own child. Yes. Yeah. We start learning about. I did not remember that because at this point in the game, yeah. I was over it i was so done i was just like <laughs> yeah we've started learning like, about the mold which is like the source uh, of all the craziness which the mold yeah. is from resident evil 7 that was like the yeah. whole basis so it originated and like, here. but it originated here and evelyn which was like that ended up being the weird main villain in resident evil 7 mm-hmm. uh was like a byproduct of mother miranda trying to bring back her daughter yeah uh, which i think her name's just eve or something like eve. that yeah, yeah her name is yeah. eve and um, I don't know if you guys read this note. The founder of Umbrella, this is where he got yeah, yeah. all the ideas, was from when he met Mother yes. Miranda. So which it kind of is all finally come full circle. Yeah, which game. I can't you see decide the Umbrella whether logo I he decides love it to, or hate it. He decided yeah. to name the corp, uh, Umbrella Corporation after this like logo that he sees in this right? Romanian village. So it's like I'm like okay, they're doing it. They're connecting it all. This is so cool. Um, See, I don't I just don't think they needed to connect it. Ah, uh, but they did. I feel like it's just it so works. arbitrarily in there. I don't know. I but also it... Resident Evil has never made any sense, so I don't know how to feel. Exactly. Uh so Chris Redfield's like, "All right, Ethan, I trust you now. Get in this tank thing that we made and go <laughs> fight Heisenberg, who's now this giant metal monster. Yeah, another thing. Same thing as Lady Dimitrescu. I was like, why? Just let me fight a man. Yeah. Uh, I, fe- I felt like the Heisenberg fight, the Heisenberg fight would have been way more interactive had it been like just his body, like him controlling yeah, you know, metal and throwing metal at you and shit. Yeah, and having especially. Especially since, like, Lady Dimitrescu, I give kind of a pass because she is already, like, a freak of nature. Like, she's this nine-and-a-half-foot-tall fucking sexy vampire. But Heisenberg's just a guy, right? Like, he's just a dude with a big hammer, and he can control metal. Yeah, and he has Magneto powers. Yeah, so, like, up until that point, like, I feel like the way that Heisenberg's character was portrayed, he, like, wouldn't have transformed in the first place. At least that was just my read on it. Mm. So I felt like it was just there for the sake of being this big boss fight that Resident Evil loves to do. Yeah, that's I, I kind of had a similar vibe to it. It's like, all right, you didn't need to do this, but like, of course you did. You're Resident it was Evil. Fun. It, but it was right. fun. It had yeah. to be a spectacle. The, exec- the execution itself of the fight was still Oh, it was, it was really fun. Like driving yeah. that tank around, shooting him while he's talking shit. This is where we mm-hmm. get the, the line where Heisenberg says uh, to about Chris Redfield, that boulder punching asshole, which I don't... <laughs> is this that, is, did he say that? That is a line he actually says, and it's a reference to Resident Evil 5. Oh, so, uh, to 5? And I didn't... So this was a huge meme for me and my friends, and I didn't realize that anyone else like picked up on this and made it such a big thing at the end of resident evil five in the final boss fight against wesker 
there is a quick time event. Uh, you're, spoilers? You're fighting in a volcano, and these boulders start falling. And it's a quick time event where you have to mash a button. He's like, catch the boulder, and he's holding it. And he's like trying to push it back. And all of a sudden, he just starts uppercutting a boulder. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, you have to look up a clip of this. Chris Redfield just starts punching this boulder that's like six times the size of him. And I, I don't remember if it explodes or he just like punches it off to the side. And I was just, my friends and I, when we were in high school, were like, this is the dumbest and greatest thing that has ever happened in any video game ever. <laughs> and like to this day, Nick Vinacqua and I still were like, oh, we're up a cup in boulders. <laughs> and Heisenberg <laughs> calls Chris Redfield a boulder punching asshole. And I lost my mind. <laughs> and that's that's the moment where I was like, this is the best Resident Evil game. It it's it's like hitting all of the highs of all the other great Resident Evil games and it's like recognizing how stupid but amazing the history of this franchise is and I was I was all in at that point as soon as he just like made the the boulder punching comment uh, but you end up defeating Heisenberg uh, and then uh, Mother Miranda shows up and kills you and kills Ethan like there's like a little bit of a fight scene with her right but like it's unwinnable and then she straight up rips his heart out. Uh, we right, lost Derek. Derek. Nope, we lost Derek. Derek's no, back. There he is. Um, yeah, so like she stabs him and full on rips out Ethan's heart. Um, and that was shocking enough. Like, oh, okay. And I was like, I, oh, he's just gonna survive this. You know, it's Ethan. Uh, I I was at that at that point. I was like. All right, this is it, right? There's no way he comes back from this one. I don't care what kind of voodoo magic goo bullshit that you can put on your fucking heart. There's no way, right? Then sure enough, like an hour but, later, but we're getting here ahead of comes ourselves. Ethan. Uh, uh, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Jose just put in chat the video of Chris Redfield Dude. punching boulders. Uh, I had to, I had to I mute because I was chat. losing it so oh, no, badly. He put it in the Twitch chat. <laughs> so oh, the, the stream chat. Isn't it, I put yeah, it in the stream chat. Isn't it incredible? Yeah. Andrew, you're getting it. Yes, you're getting ahead of yourself because yeah. next what we get is we go, one of the coolest sequences. Yeah, yeah. I just had to finish my thought. Okay, we go full Resident Evil Six, where it's just like an action game, and you're playing as Chris Redfield, and you're going through the village while like the mold is freaking out and like taking over the village, and you have an insane assault rifle, you have this stupidly powerful pistol, you have you, you are this crazy knife, and like you just have you basically infinite ammo. You. You can yeah. run out, but like they just yeah. put it everywhere, uh, and it's just like, and a Resident Evil Six full on action sequence. Uh, you like fight hundreds and hundreds of lichens, and you're pointing this laser at this big mold that's like taken over the the village, and you're just like, okay, we're going full Chris Redfield badass like commando moment, and like I was like, this game, man, <laughs> this, this is so cool. I don't know how you guys felt about it, but I was loving it. I thought it was it, it was, was definitely a, a cool sequence, but at this point, I was questioning why anything was happening. <laughs> I thought it was just cool because it's it's your moment in the game where, okay, for a second we're gonna forget this is survival horror. Here's all these bullets. Just go have fun. But yeah, I was also thinking, oh, it's gonna let us, you know, finish the game as as Chris Redfield, because that schlump Ethan is gone. <laughs> but but then, then, fucking so, goddamn so, it! So hold on, Chris, like. This, like, uh, that's his objective of blowing up the mold thing, right? That I don't was, even like, remember it. It's, it's it's called the Mega Mycete. It's like the source yeah. of all this. Yeah. So this is the source. And we, of and all we the mold we've kind of like fully put the picture together that the the mold 
retains the information of whatever it devours. Mm-hmm. So you can. So Miranda's trying to actually bring back her daughter because she it's heavily implied she must have fed her dead daughter to this mold. Yeah. To then bring her back later. So uh Chris uh completes his objective of like destroying that big mold thing and then cut to But we also find out Mia's alive. Oh yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, Chris finds Mia because there she was. Mia was actually alive. She was kidnapped by Mother Miranda when they did the swap. Uh so Mia's alive. Chris takes Mia and is like, all right, we gotta get out of here. Oh, and by the way, your husband's dead. Um, oh, yeah. And your husband's dead. And she's like, no, he's not. Are you sure? She goes, and she literally says, my husband is very special. Yeah. You, you don't know just how special he is. <laughs> cut, cut to. Uh, Which is like, they have to be aware of how intentionally bad that is. Right? I know. It's so good. They're so like, aware. That's what makes it so good, though. Yeah. That's what makes it so great. Because they're aware of how <sighs> bad it is. Uh, so then you cut to. You're you're Ethan again, and you're waking up, and Mother Miranda is like standing there, and she has your heart. Or like the Duke comes and gets you, right? Yep. And yep. this this was one of my favorite parts of the whole game, where he's like, uh, Ethan's like to the Duke, he's like, "Who even are you?" And he's like, "Even I don't know that." <laughs> and the Duke just like straight up admits, like they fully commit to like, no one knows what the fuck the Duke is. <laughs> Not even Duke. He's just this dude. Oh man, it's incredible. And then here's, and then here's like we give we get the reason for why Ethan so, can yeah. stick his hand back on. We learn the big information that Ethan died at the <laughs> very beginning of Resident Evil Seven. Yeah, and that this character that we've been playing as through the two games is just mold that thinks it's Ethan, which makes. Everything that's happened, all of the stuff of him regenerating, it makes all of that make sense. And it makes sense that he's this bland, boring, dumb protagonist because he's literally, he's just mold. He's mold pretending to be a person. Okay, but if it absorbs their personalities, then wasn't that just what Ethan was like before? Does it absorb the personalities or is it just... Isn't that what they just said? It it absorbs their con, like their consciousness i guess yeah so yeah this yeah. is just ethan he just didn't know he was mold. and so okay follow-up question if he was just mold the whole time how did he reproduce mold baby <laughs> and that's yeah, what right? makes rose so special <laughs> she's half rose is special yeah. she's a mold baby yeah and plus mia was infected with the mold at one point so yeah she she's got weird stuff going on i think she took the injection the canonical ending is that she got the injection so what is he mold. does he jizz mold like what is happening maybe, here? Maybe I don't know. Yeah, oh I, I, maybe oh we're gonna learn God. about it in Resident Evil Nine. So uh, I, we, we learned that Ethan is actually just mold the whole time, uh, and then you have your big fight with Mother Miranda. Yeah, really awesome boss fight though. It was really yeah, cool. Was, I was, so, was cool. so you know how at the end of the boss fight, uh, she like pins you down, and it's like it, there's just a button that says attack. Uh-huh. Uh, my game would not let me do anything. I was pushing all of my buttons and nothing happened and she killed me. So I had to do the whole fight again uh, and I was really uh, mad about it. I was like that, that sucks. I was like I'm 90% sure that was the end of the fight and but the next time I went in I went way more aggro and I was like I was staying back and I was like using the shock uh, or the sniper and stuff like that uh whereas this like after that happened I was like all right, I'm just going to run into the shotgun and see what happens. And like, I killed her much faster. And I was like, oh, okay. I could have done this much smoother than I did in the past. Um, but yeah, so you kill Mother Miranda. Chris shows up and he's like, 
dude, we got to go. And Ethan's like, nah, I'm not making it. I don't have a heart right now. I don't know what I like. So he like, Chris had set uh, explosives up everywhere to blow everything up. Um, And so he basically came down to get Ethan and Ethan's like, no. Uh, So he like does this thing where he basically shuts himself off from Chris. And like, so Chris runs and leaves with Mia and they're up in a helicopter. Uh, they also they also showed the yeah. the cutscene of them uh like Chris and, and Ethan walking away from the site that like switched from first person to like an actual cutscene where and it they shows just both of them, face. but but they frame it so that you can never see Ethan's face. Yeah, which is for like, some reason it's just part of the gimmick. Uh, they never wanted Ethan. But to why? Because he's mold. Yes. He's mold. Uh, but yeah, and, I, and I the forgot. entire time this is going on. You, you know what I mean? The whole time is just a fucking mold face, like yeah. Uh, yeah at the end it's... of the fight with um, Miranda, Rose like pops up out of the ground oh, yeah. as, as a full baby. So that is good to know. So, she's, she's back. so Ethan hands Rose to Chris and says, "Like, leave. I'm gonna blow this bitch up." Because I don't know if we mentioned it, because I kind of got lost in the craziness of us discussing Ethan as mold, but it, it should be noted that all the mold is crumbling, and so is Ethan because he is part of this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so he, I think Ethan realized, like, I'm not making it out of this. Yeah. Uh, so he gives Rose to Chris. So Chris if he goes has up a mold baby, why didn't the baby disintegrate too? Because she's, she's not part, part of human. the mold. Yeah, she's half human. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Chris is in the helicopter, uh, gives <laughs> Rose to Mia, and Mia's like, "Where's Ethan?" And he's like, "He ain't gonna make it." And then she's like, "Where's Ethan?" And then the village explodes, and Ethan pushed the button, and the whole thing goes up in flames. Um, and then Chris Redfield's like, somebody has to pay for this. And you're like, Resident Evil 9, let's go. Nine, yes. Very oh, heavy yeah. tie-ins for nine. Uh, so yeah, and then that's the Old end trilogy. of the game. I mean, if that wasn't an indication for nine, then the post credit scene definitely is. Then, mm-hmm. yeah. then we get the post credit scene. Uh, it is in the future. and Many, many years in the future. There's this girl. And she she goes up to a grave, and we find out that that girl is Rose, and she's like probably like eighteen or somewhere in that age range. No, like <laughs> like fifteen. You think so? Yeah, oh, I, I got the feeling of like college yeah. age. Yeah, yeah, I thought yeah. she was college I age. I feel like she was like older. Really? Yeah. I feel yeah. Like, uh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, she like yeah. I I also got the vibe of college age. Uh, and then some dude pulls up in a black Escalade, and it's like, get in here, dummy, or something. She calls her Evelyn. Yeah, he yeah, definitely he calls, calls her Evelyn, Evelyn, and she gets super pissed off. She gets super pissed. Um, it, it's it's like she hints that she has some kind of supernatural ability. Yeah, she's like, well, because that's what they they me. revealed that I'm a very special at girl. Some point or that, something that Evelyn or that Rose is a reincarnation of Evelyn uh, from Seven, and that she's like super powerful, and that's why everyone wanted her. Uh, I don't right. know if she's a reincarnation of Evelyn, but she's basically like has the same powers while also being half human. She's like a similar entity. I don't think she's specifically supposed to be Evelyn. Yeah, she's um, a mold baby. She's a mold baby. Uh, so we, we get this dual setup. Uh, so anyway, so they drive away in the Escalade, and it's this like really long lingering shot as the Escalade's driving off into the distance. I don't know if it's an Escalade; it's some sort of SUV. Um, I didn't see this, but Andrew had pointed out to me there was like a of someone walking alongside the car yeah. and people hacked into the game and like punched in the camera and apparently that's Ethan. Yep. 
So whether that's a nod so, or like canonical, but like at the end of the game, it says the father's story has concluded. Right. Yeah. Which is really so that's important. it's definitely tying in that it's probably Rose we're playing at in nine. So here's my thing: there's two paths that we can have, or it could be both. Because Resident Evil Five was a co-op game where you played as two: one person was Chris and one person was Sheva, and that game was hella fun to play in co-op. Um, option one. You are on Chris Redfield. You are playing as Chris Redfield on like a revenge mission through whatever, like to try to avenge Ethan and take down Umbrella or take down something. Two, and this is where it gets really interesting. You could be playing as Rose, and then they can start like giving you supernatural powers, and then like it's let like you're not just using guns. Like imagine a Resident Evil where you have superpowers of some kind that'd be kind of fun that'd could be, really be fun. interesting could be terrible i have no idea um i think they're, they're definitely playing at rose being the next protagonist yeah i could easily see it being both though because when they when chris is like we need to get revenge my immediate thought was like oh we're playing as chris in resident evil 9 well they um, also didn't they also hint that chris is training rose yeah i think they said something about like at oh, least supervising go yeah. yeah uh or it could be one where like you're switching off between the two of them. Like you do like a certain part of the game as Rose, and then like you go and do whatever Chris is doing, and then go back. Yeah, like, well, we get to go see what Chris is up to. Then it pans back to Rose's <laughs> story. Um, but then that's the end of the game. And uh, this yeah. game was a wild ride. So oh, yeah, I loved it. it was, I, it I loved so good. It. absolutely everything that it did. It knew it was dumb and campy, and I was all about it. Um, the gameplay I thought was really solid. Uh, it was like cross between seven and four, and I think it nailed it throughout the whole thing for sure. Um, I don't know. I thought the pacing of the game was incredible. Like there was never a moment where I was bored. It would go from exploration to like looting to combat, and anytime I felt like, oh man, I've had enough of doing this particular thing, it would shift into the next part mm-hmm. of its cycle, and like yeah. And having all the different types of gameplay styles throughout the game kept it fresh and interesting throughout the whole thing. I agree with that up until the third area of the game. I after that, I feel like it tapered off, and especially during during Heisenberg's factory, that was when I was like, "This is taking too long. Can we please get on with this? Mm. I don't want to fight all these dudes." Yeah, I didn't. I never, I never found. I thought I agree with Joe. I think it was extremely well. Who's Joe? Well paced. <laughs> I said Joe. I said Joe. You're somewhere between Jeff and Joe. Uh, Joe. Uh, yeah. No. I I thought it was very very well paced, and uh, I felt like you almost could get through an area in one sitting. And oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. kind of every area felt like a good stopping point to say, all right, yeah, like. I'll put this down and I'll pick it up next time and uh, or whatever. Um, I don't think I had really any criticisms with the game. I think everything about it is is very well done. Yeah, right. It's just like it's the perfect amount. Like I feel like uh, it, it took me just shy of ten hours to beat, and I feel like. Maybe I could have gone like a couple more, but I feel like if it went a couple more, if it went like three or four more hours, it might have overstayed its welcome. Like I felt like it, like was just the right amount of game, and it yeah. was hopping from its different play styles at just the right amount of time. Like it wasn't lingering on anything too long. 
and it just kept going to the next thing and it kept me engaged the whole time I, yeah the, I, the pacing was was very very good overall like like you said earlier jeff i did not feel like bored at any point during the entire time i was playing like once i was mentally checked out with uh uh with the the main hub area you know the village i was like all right let's go to the next area and then it was just something completely fresh and new like going from the castle to uh to uh house beneviento to then the uh the flooded like windmill district to then going to heisenberg's area it was everything felt like it 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 felt linear but it wasn't it wasn't linear in a boring way it was it was very dynamic Hmm. the entire time yeah i definitely agree the Uh, only thing that i did not like was that in the middle where you get to moreau's area that hmm. felt too short for me that felt way too short I think it, it felt short because there wasn't a lot of combat there if you yeah. look back on it. Um, it was, it was just, just like running lot, around. It was a lot of running from A to B to get the thing, to unlock the thing, to progress forward. So, yeah, I can understand. Yeah. Like That was probably the weakest area of the four for me as well. For sure. Um, and I think another awesome thing about this game is the replayability. I know people are already speedrunning it and beating it in like two hours. Uh, so, like, this is a... The speedrunning community is loving this game, but even just as like a player going through it a second time and then like Resident Evil's always had this where after you beat it the first time you unlock new difficulty modes, um, but you also unlock cool little secrets like classically in Resident Evil 4, you can unlock an infinite rocket launcher and just playing through the game with an infinite rocket launcher is hella fun. I was telling Andrew today, he didn't know this. I don't know if you guys know this. There's a lightsaber in this game. <laughs> yep. If yep. You, Mercenaries mode. Yep, if you get an S rank in every mercenary mode, uh, you can then unlock it so that in the main game you can get a lightsaber and just run through cutting everyone up with a lightsaber, which is just like, that's so fun. And I don't know if any of you played the mercenaries mode. Uh, I played the first level. I ran it like two or three times. And if I had more time, I would definitely sink a bunch of time into it. Because it's just about like perfecting a run. It's the same. Like you go into a level and it does the same thing every time. But it introduces this thing where there's like power-ups on the map. And you pick a power-up and then you can pick between one of three things. Like it could be like, oh, your shotguns do more damage. Or uh you run faster if you have your knife out or you steadily regain health or your headshots do more damage so like there's so many different options so like you're like kind of making a build and then you're like plotting out like okay i need to go on this path and you need to like kill if you kill people and successively you create combos and you get more points and then if you have more money at the end you get more points Um, right and then so basically you're trying to get like get a high score and it's about like plotting out the correct path and and like what you want to do and at the beginning of every level the duke's there and you get a set amount of money and then you can buy stuff you want and sell some stuff to get more money it's it's pretty fun and then you unlock cool rewards as you uh as you get high scores on the levels um i know there's like you can get like an insane magnum you can unlock the all of chris's weapons to use in the main campaign uh so there's just like a ton of replayability and like that's the other thing about the game being so well paced and like not too long that I could easily see myself playing through this game again on a higher difficulty with like cooler weapons. So yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they nailed this. This is hands down my favorite resident evil game. I don't know how you all feel about that. Yeah. 
I've only played two, so of the two, this is my favorite. But yeah. it makes me want to go and play seven. So it's on my Steam wish list right now. Nice. Yeah, I, I gotta sit down and play through four, five, six, and seven. I have them. I I have them installed. I just haven't pressed play yet and started playing. <laughs> but Resident Evil 2 remake and 3 remake were great. Uh, I, I'm like an in-between whether I like Resident Evil Village more than 2 remake. To me, remake is also very, it's very good. I just very like, good. I like the pacing of this and how it like does so many different things and it does it all so well. Yeah. So like two I is feel... two is its own thing and it does that one thing super great. Uh, right. So I I just think I like the variety here more. But like I would totally respect anyone who's like, oh yeah, two remake is my favorite Resident Evil. I feel like if incredible. I I feel like if I had played the other games first before playing village village would probably be my favorite because it just nods to all of those older games and it it, it hits the best of each mm-hmm. from from what i've heard from yeah. you guys what are your thoughts derek because you've you've played a bunch of resident evil recently yeah uh yeah i don't like the first first perspective it is like its own thing and i think seven did a good job introducing it and kind of did its own things very well. I know, uh, like, the end of 7 is where it's more criticized with its weird ship part. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's what I... the middle of it, if you think about it. Yeah, right. It's actually the middle of it. Uh, but, like, so, th- yeah, this is where, like, I guess when you think about it, that game was badly... Like, the pacing was bad. Whereas this game, they... They, like imagine if you took the Chris part and put it right in the middle of the game, like that's how that game felt. And like this, this game, it, it, it's just yeah. I don't. There's something except, to say except about, and then make the Chris part not fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's just something to say about a well-paced game. Uh, I think the more I play the Resident Evil series, the more I get a vibe for what these like the developers are have been trying to do with these types of games i know i brought it up before where like each game kind of has its references to the 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 style of horror at the time i think ethan's character his ineptitude his dumbness the fact that you want to like punch him in the head as a player slice his own hand off and then punch him in the face with it yeah is is like and i'll just reattach it just yeah and then i'll slice it off again it's not he's not a badly written character he's written to be this bad dumb character because he was uh, mold the whole time right like it, it doesn't excuse it that's not I an know, explain but i i like if i don't know I, playing through one playing through two playing through four the writing has always been campy and bad but it's yeah. it's for the benefit of the games like, and i think I, I love to point to the Leon Kennedy line of uh, at the end of that like opening scene in the village, like, and he just like the camera zooms out. And he's like, "Where did everybody go? Bingo!" <laughs> it's like you can't tell me that that's not as dumb as Ethan telling the, or, the thing to eat shit after he kills it. You know, what is it's arguably the, the worse. President's daughter's ballistic missiles. Oh yeah, she's carrying heavy ballistics or something. It's like yeah. It's this isn't new to Resident Evil. <laughs> yeah, the, this campy dumbness isn't new, and Ethan Ethan's character is just done in a different dumb way. Where 
uh, I don't know. I like to think of bad horror movies from our time. Definitely have the like, what's going on? What is happening? Like, shit, dumb piss. You know, like that kind of stupid yeah. stuff. And uh, I don't know. I like. I agree. He is a dumb character, but I love the dumbness of his character. I've, I like. I've liked the dumbness of his character the the whole time. Uh, and I'm really interested to see where they go with the series. Yeah, I'm super interested yeah. on in what they're gonna do with nine because it it could be it. We have a Last Jedi on our hands with Resident Evil Eight, where it sets up nine to be something special. Whether or not yeah. they execute on it, we'll have to wait and see. Right? Uh, Winter is coming. Winter no. Is coming. Oh, dear God. No. I also thought that the guy at the end in the post credit scene was Leon, but it definitely isn't. Definitely. But I was like, oh shit, it's Leon. Dude, I want I want Resident Evil 9 to be like the Avengers of Resident Evil or like the Avengers Endgame and just like bring back Claire, bring back Chris, bring back Leon, bring back Jill, like bring back all of the stars. Bring back Tofu. Bring back Tofu, bring back Hunk, bring back Sheva. What 6 was supposed to be? I never played through all of six, so I know you play as Chris, and I think you switch between Chris and Leon. There's like three different characters you play as, I think, in that game. Oh, is it three? I thought it was just Chris and Leon, but maybe you're right. Um, I think Jill might be the third that you play as. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyways. I'm excited. I want. This game makes me want to play more Resident Evil, and I want. Now I'm like, all right, I gotta finish two. I gotta play three. I gotta play five. I gotta play six. I gotta play Revelations two. Like, I want to see if there actually all is a story here that eight makes it seem like there kind of is that they're trying to tie all together. Hmm. So, yeah, it makes it seem like that. Yeah, right. It makes it seem like there's something there. <laughs> uh, uh, so I finished my review for this game. If you want to read that, uh, like my fully fleshed out cohesive thoughts, you can find that on thegamesharks.com see what i gave it out of five i think you can probably guess by how highly i've been speaking of it <laughs> i gave it a five this game's a five out of five what would you guys give it out of five i'll, I'd, I'll agree on a five yeah what about you jose what would you give this game out of five uh 4.5 okay that's no not allowed <laughs> that's not allowed technically Four, game sharks we yeah. don't have point fives. Four. Four. what do you got Derek? I think I would give it a five. I know Andrew gave it a three. Have we? I has would, this conversation? I would, give a, I would give it a three still. Wow, this conversation didn't push it up for you. No. Oh, man, it Ups- makes me feel like you guys are just like ignoring the stuff that I that I dislike about it. To like, I guess. So you like feel but better like, about the it. Conversations we've had outside of the podcast. It's like you only your only complaints are story stuff, and you like the gameplay for the most part, except for like some I of the later like parts. I do like the gameplay. So most of it. Yeah, I don't know. I just was, uh, my my big problem. Fun. My big problem with this is like this is very clearly like in in some way a culmination of the series thus far, and it does feature a lot of nods and references and and love to the previous games. Uh, like you said, my problem is I have not played a lot of those games in which they are referencing, and I've only played the most modern versions of things like 2 and 3, mm. which I think, like, not erase the the past of the series, but, like, it's presented in a way that makes it, like, 
I think it feels different than than like how it was perceived in the '90s, right? Like the like two and three remakes are they, they like look good, they play good. The like the dialogue is bad and campy, yeah, but like not aggressively so, like it is in this. And so my problem with with this mostly was was like is this is like one of the most beautiful games that's ever been created aesthetically like the re engine is insane right and then you <laughs> it's like the entire so, time i feel like the game like everybody around ethan was taking it seriously and then ethan exists and like the just the way that everything happens just took me out of it so my read here is that like in the original resident evil games the developers took it all very seriously and like i feel like they don't take it very seriously at least in eight they're not taking it seriously they're intentionally being campy and dumb and making comments like the boulder punching asshole or the eat shit and i feel like that's not sitting well with you and you would rather have resident evil be what resident evil 2 and remake and 3 remake where it was like a more serious tone throughout Yes, that's that's what I said. Yeah, okay. I love this campy bullshit. So, <laughs> as someone who myself mashed X to uppercut some boulders, I love this game. Um, all right. Well, I guess we'll move on to the trivia for Resident Evil Eight, and we'll see how you guys do with this. All right. Are you guys ready? Let's do this. Let me, uh, let me yep. write down. We got Adam, we got Andrew, we got Derek, and we got Jose. All right. Question number one. What is the currency in Resident Evil 8 called? Oh, my God. We were talking about it earlier, and I intentionally said the word money instead of what it actually is, too. I managed to to dodge a couple of, of my trivia questions by talking around it and using different words. Or just ignoring certain things. Uh, so, uh, Adam, you seem like you don't remember. So we're gonna have you go first. What was the currency in Resident Evil Eight called? Oh, I should remember this. Yeah, you should. I put it down a few weeks ago. I, uh, that's a that's the perfect question. It's like such something minor that you could just easily forget. You look at it probably like once every ten minutes. It's actually, quicker than that because you're picking it up off the ground and it says the word on the screen as you're picking it up. You see it throughout the entire game. Oh my god, I can't remember. <laughs> Gotta give me a guess. Dollars. That I can just give you some. What do you I, like I said, I, I can't remember. What's your guess, Jose? Lay. Derek? Oh I said shillings. <laughs> Andrew? I, can, I couldn't lay. remember. It yeah. is lay. So Jose gets a point. And <laughs> wow, I can't, Andrew gets a point. Can't believe I forgot that. L E I. Alright, question number two. What materials are needed to craft a first aid med in this game? So that's the goo that you pour on yourself to heal. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, there's two. Uh, I guess that was a hint because I didn't specifically say that. But yeah, there's two <laughs> two ingredients that you need to craft a first aid med. What are those two ingredients? We're gonna have Derek go first here. Uh, it's chem fluid plus an herb. Adam, I said an herb and a fluid. I don't remember what it was called. Andrew? Yeah, herb plus chem fluid. Jose? Yep, herb and chem fluid. All right, that's a point for everybody. Good job. I knew it was the herbs. I remember specifically thinking, oh, this reminds me of four. Yeah, herbs are a staple throughout all of Resident Evil as the, the main thing that heals. 
Is this the only game where you can't heal yourself with just an herb? Could you not do it in seven? You couldn't I don't remember. Do it in seven. You couldn't do it in seven either? Okay. I couldn't remember. All right. Question number three. What is the name of the magnum that you get? So there's like a series of letters and numbers before. I'll give you an extra point if you can get that because that'll be really impressive. But I'm more so looking for like the word or like the name of it after the series of numbers and letters. <clears throat> so yeah, what was the name of the Magnum bonus point? If you can give me it's like gun serial code. I don't know what those are. Um, Adam, we're going to have you go first here. Yeah, I know this might not be the same one you get, but there is one called the Wolfsbane. All right. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that Derek. Uh, I had Wolf Wolfsbane. What did you got, Jose? Yeah, I had a Wolfsbane as well. Andrew? I yeah, I don't think it's correct, but I'm also gonna say Wolfsbane, uh, and I'm gonna say M eighteen fifty. Oh it's M eighteen fifty one. Oh. You gotta be fucking kidding me, goddamn fucking Ethan Winners. Oh, <laughs> uh, but you are all right. It is the Wolfsbane. There is another. There's like a like an old timey Magnum that you can get as like a secret weapon later on. Uh, but the one that you get during the main campaign, it was like uh, Moreau's secret. Moreau's weapon. treasure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I saw it on was the... right. Yeah. What's that? I said Wolfsbane was right. Wolfsbane was yeah. right. Huh. Uh, all right. I was convinced that it wasn't question number four i've gone back and forth on if it's like a one point for each answer thing but i think i'm gonna have it be you get one point but you have to get all three of the things what are the name of the three daughters of lady Beatrice? Oh. oh god oh i knew you were gonna ask this question <laughs> i i forgot to go look this up because i knew this was gonna be there so yeah there's three daughters you kill them all they don't like the cold because they're bugs um Let's see. Derek and Adam are still behind, so we're going to have... Would Derek go first? No, Adam went first. Derek, you're going to go first on this one. And you have to give me all three to get the one point. There's no way. All right. Well, would you, hang got... on. Hang on. I'll let you guys decide. Would you rather make it so you get one point for each if none of you are confident that you'll get all three? I'm not going to get any. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get all three. <clears throat> what do we think? I. Well, if you're going to... If it's going to be one point for each, I'm going to change my answers. Well, what do you what do you guys want to do? I'm letting you guys make this choice. Whatever you think is better. Hmm. Don't look at chat. <laughs> uh, you said that, and I immediately hey, I'm gonna look. At well, chat. Flame chat, uh, flame shadow got them him. all right. So really, not, oh Jesus, do not look at chat. I don't remember any of them. So, all right, we're gonna do all or nothing. Okay. Okay. All right. Go ahead, Derek. Uh, Bianca, Helena, and Sarah. That's the three names I came up with. Oh, Sarah sounds right. Adam? I think it's Bella, Daniela, and Cassandra. Andrew? Bubbles, Blossom, and Buttercup. <laughs> Jose? Uh, I think it was, I think it was Bella, Cassandra, and Daniela. It is Bella, Daniela, and Cassandra. So Adam oh, and Jose get a point. I knew one of them started with a B. Guesses were either Bianca or Brittany. All of them started with a B, if you're me. <laughs> um, good job, Blame I Shadow. swear to God, I didn't look at Twitch for that. I, I swear to God. Yeah, I, I didn't either. <laughs> All right, last question. You ready for this? Mm -hmm. What is Rose's favorite book? 
the game starts with uh, Mia reading a book to Rose. Uh, and she's like, oh, this is Rose's favorite book. And it's doing this like storybook animation about this play, like the story. Um, and it's kind of like telling the story of the game almost, but in a storybook fashion. And then they reference it again at the end because Rose is reading the book on the bus, I believe, in the, the post credit scene. Uh, so I need to know what is the name of Rose's favorite book? Derek, you're in last place. So you're going first, bud. Village of Shadows. Adam? Yeah, it was. I didn't remember Shadows, and it was Village of Something, so I'm going to be honest there. Okay, I, I appreciate your honesty. Part. Andrew? Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> Jose? Village of Shadows. It was, in fact, the Village of Shadows. I'm going to give you a point for your that. honesty, Adam, because good guy, Adam. Um, but Jose got the perfect score. Damn. And therefore, Jose wins. Hey. Fun fact, uh, Village of Shadows is also the name of the hardest difficulty in the game. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. Um, uh, tiebreaker question would have been how many goats of warding are there? So the goats of warding are like the standard collectible throughout the game. Ah, tw- 18. 17. Um, 48. Adam wins. It was 20. Oh, okay. Damn, <laughs> damn it. Um, I was going to say 24. All right, congratulations, Jose. You did it. Hey. Uh, all right, well, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Game Sharks podcast. Uh, you can check us out streaming live on Twitch every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern and time. Make sure you do because we might delete the recorded version. <laughs> I didn't delete it, it got corrupt. It's we different. might lose the recorded version. Uh, you can check out Jose's Can't Twitch pour stream. first aid mid. There goes Jeff one. again. What? What? <laughs> you can check out Jose's Twitch stream at underscore J. Uh, you stream just about every day, correct, Jose? Yep. All right. Pretty much. So check him out there. He plays all sorts of games. Big Monster Hunter guy currently playing Neo 2, I believe. Uh, you can check out our website, thegamesharks.com, where you can read my full review of Resident Evil Village. Adam's review of Biomutant is being worked on. His review of, um, I almost said Snapchat. His review of Pokemon Snap is close I can to give a review done. of Snapchat right now. Zero out of ten. Uh, and Derek's uh, review of Returnal <laughs> is currently in the works. Uh, but yeah, I believe with that, we are finned. <laughs>